Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Dirty Civilian Podcast. Today, we have a special guest and a good friend of ours, Nick Hitlicka. Nick has worked for Loophold for the past 17 years and currently holds the title of the Shooting Sports Marketing Manager. We talk about why that job is so unique and why it gives him a very good pulse on the firearms industry, specifically for the civilian side. Before we go too far, though, we have to thank our sponsor, Shooting Surplus. Shooting Surplus has an incredible amount of products. If you guys are looking for any of the gear that we talk about in this podcast or maybe on our YouTube channel. So go ahead and hit the description for this video. Find the the link for the website. You can even sign up for an email chain. If you do purchase anything that's not on sale, whether it's ammo, optics, or tools, you can use the discount code DIRTYCIVILIAN and save some money there. Now, without further ado, please welcome Nick Kilika. Nick Kilika, Man, I have known of you for a long time. We've been, uh, I don't know if I'd say friends. I, I know that we've kind of built that over the years, but yeah. um, we've... We've been, you know, in the Portland area for a while, and uh, it's wild to be in Arkansas in an Airbnb with you after right. after a while. When's the last time we saw each other? It was probably it, oh, like a long time ago. A long time yeah. ago. I yeah, be right before you moved. I think for sure. I think the Core Vision guys came over to your house, and I think oh we're, my god, remember that? Yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah. remember that? That uh, was a crazy yeah. night. How do we meet? I don't even remember. I'm um, old. I forget things. I was so. working at Oregon <laughs> Rifle Works. Oh, and you yeah, wandered yes, in. Yes, that's right. And it right. kind of went from there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You were you were just like behind the counter, sling, yeah. slinging rifles. Was he trying to sling you any locks, hair wax? <laughs> <laughs> so Drew did a deep dive. For backstory, Drew did a deep dive on my Instagram, and now unfortunately everyone else is going to do it as well. Well, Dude, yeah, you I, got you got to do your research about people. You yeah, gotta look back and see the things. Nineteen-year-old yeah. Josh getting into the gun industry, <laughs> taking every uh, yeah. sponsor he could get. That's uh, locks, terrible. Hair wax, no shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Slicking his hair over. He was destined for success with that hair. I know. He's, he's got some of the best hair in the industry. He really does. He really like, does. I'm not kidding. I mean, a Drew, Drew's here somewhere. Bear Solutions. And yeah. Don't tell him I said that because he has excellent hair. Yeah, absolutely. Have you seen his legs? <laughs> <laughs> that's, all I could, that's all I could look at today on the range. Yeah. yeah. He was born with wool pants on. That's <laughs> true. Okay, so you've been in the industry for a while. And oh, you I- have you've been dedicated as far as i know to loophole for as long as i've known you how long have you been professionally in the gun industry uh well 17 years at loophole just at loophole so that's my only experience in the gun industry and like uh people always ask me they're like hey how do you get into the gun industry i really want to get in the gun industry i'm like i dumb luck i don't know (laughs) like (laughs) i grew up skating and snowboarding and playing in bands and stuff and like just shooting was not part of my family culture right in southern california and stuff it just it just wasn't part of it and uh i graduated college and i had a um i got a job right after college a sales job which i hated i would skip out on work to go snowboard and do stupid stuff you know as a dumb young kid what'd you go to college for uh business management okay because i didn't know what i want to be yeah. i still don't know i don't know how i ended up here either so <laughs> but uh um my roommate got a job at loophole just entry level in the warranty department and uh i needed a job and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Sounds cool. And just kind of snowballed from there. Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't know anything about guns. I didn't, I don't think I shot a gun until I was like 22. And then once I started working loophole, I was like, oh, this is super cool. And I bought, I bought a Ruger 1022. I tore it all apart because I'm kind of mechanical. I want to see how it works, right? And uh, bought custom parts for it and put it back together. And yeah, here we are 17 years later through all that. So, uh, but Dude. I mean, it, I, 
I don't know. I, I fit in really well with the industry. I just, I, I, even though I didn't grow up shooting and or hunting and doing that stuff, uh, it's, uh, I, I find a lot of camaraderie and a lot of similarities between people in the industry. So, yeah. 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 And, but, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks like, oh, you must grow up hunting or shooting and doing something. I was like, nope. Played a bunch wild. of sports, skated a bunch, uh-huh. you know, yeah. But so that's, I think that's what drew me to the, like the tactical shooting side of the business uh, and competitive shooting too, because uh, I'm, I'm super competitive and I, I just like that, uh, that physicality, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it's really weird because whenever I think of you, like, of course, I know you're a, a How good, often a do good you dude. think of me? Actually, Very way, more, <laughs> way more than I'm willing to admit on a podcast. <laughs> So uh, we'll just edit that out. There. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but you know, more than you'd think. Um, so you just threw me completely off of that because it made me really think about how often I think of you. Whenever you like, actually, of- let me think about that. Yeah. Um, I think actually I do think about you semi regularly because I'm really happy for like you and uh, your new your fiance. Yeah, and, thank you. And yeah, it's just it was a really cool match, and I think about that often. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Um, Okay, so whenever I think of you, I think of, uh, like, you're very much a professional. Like, you conduct yourself in a professional manner. I appreciate that. I know enough about you. Granted, I don't work directly with you, but I know enough about you to know that you are, um, you get things done. You execute. So how did you go from a border, like, from a, (laughs) you know, from some skateboarder, like, skipping class all the time to being being fully invested and like you know being a playmaker within the industry well i I think even in my younger days like skating and doing that kind of stuff i i had a nickname they used to call me like dad and like grandpa like in my older skating days because i was the more responsible one out of the bunch definitely (laughs) you know i'd be like oh you guys haven't drink enough water you know or like we should probably go eat you know since i you know doing the dad stuff so i've kind of always been that way um I don't know. I'm just, uh, I, I like to, like, an event like this, like we're at right now. So, you know, I love planning, like, the logistics and, like, thinking about everything and then pulling it together and then seeing it come to life. It stresses the crap out of me. Uh, like, not, 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 I'm not a super stressed person, but, you know, like, the week leading up to it, I get, like, anxiety. I'm like, oh, what if, what if we don't have enough food? What if the lodging isn't good? It's always like, the little things. It's the food, the, little, the water. Yeah, oh, the coolers yeah. for the water, the ice for the coolers. Right. It's like, bu- 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 yeah. it's going to take care of all that. Yeah, you think like cool range day, but and then there's all this other logistics stuff that has to go into uh-huh. it, right? And I can't do it by myself. Uh, you know, I've, I've got Brad here, one of my coworkers, who's helping me a ton. And you guys, every, everyone here has helped out a bunch. So, um, but yeah, I know. I, um, I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know. Being a professional in this industry is it's like a fine line sometimes because it is really fun. Like we get to go do fun stuff and get to be on the range and goof off and, you know, (laughs) you know, jokes all the time. Uh, But there's time and place for that and time and place to be professional. I, I I think uh, I, I do have a good balance of like walking both of those, Uh which is important to have, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and in those 17 years, I'm sure that you've had seasons where you're like, Man, this is this is hard to get through. And I'm not doing so much of the fun stuff that I was yeah. used to doing. And then, you know, seasons come back and you're like, okay, yeah, no, this yeah. is really, really fun. How do you get through? Because I know a lot of people in the firearms industry, myself included, who hit that season where they're like, Yeah, man, this is this is work again. Mm. How do you kind of push through that 
and get to the other side. Because the other thing to add on top of that is I've seen a lot of people who will get really burnt out at some company yeah. and jump ship. And they're like, yeah, I've been in the firearms industry for 20 years and they've worked at 10 companies. Right. And you kind of, as opposed to you who like, man, as long as I've known you, you have been consistent and reliable and you've held fast to the same company, which it also speaks to like, when you say you believe in the brand, when you say you believe in a set of optics, okay, you've proven that with your lifestyle and where you've stuck through as well. So how, I mean, how have you managed that over a time period? Yeah, I don't, I don't think I could go work for another optics company, honestly. Like it just wouldn't feel genuine. I don't care if they offer me enough money, you know, like it, I just wouldn't, you know, I couldn't do it because I do believe in the brand so much. Um, talking about, yeah, pushing through those like tougher times and stuff. Cause it's not all, it's not all fun stuff, you know, Instagram and stuff. You see us on the range, like having fun, which is awesome and our matches and stuff, but there's a lot of like budgeting and spreadsheets and emails and, you know, proper email etiquette and all, all the business uh -huh. stuff that you would expect to go with it, you know, to be successful, you have to do that stuff. That's the non-sexy stuff and the stuff that, you know, you might have to do at 10 o'clock at night. You're like, I send this email and see that stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, like you got to pinch yourself and you're like, oh, I work in the firearms and like I work in what well, I think what separates it for me is it's a passion driven industry. And that's what really motivates me is our end user is buying the product because they are super into it and they're really passionate about it. Um, it's not a table, you know, it's not a microwave, you know, you don't go to the store and you're like, I gotta buy this thing. I don't really care about it. Like, do you have any affinity to frigid air? Right? No, no, no. Yeah. But you're right. But the, the rifle you have, right. You're like that company, like, oh, I'm kind of tied to that company, you know, you're, cause you're passionate about it. And it's the thing that you're thinking about all the time. So we get to you and, and you get to participate in that with the consumer along in that journey, which is super cool. So yeah, it is, it, it is grind sometimes, but it is, you know, it could be way worse. I could be selling insurance somewhere. I might be making more money doing that, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is way better. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So to define what it is that you do, um, you are not, uh, in charge of like hunting optics. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So I, yeah, I didn't say, so I'm the shooting sports marketing manager. So, okay. um, previously in the marketing department, we used to have it, uh, designated as trade marketing and consumer marketing. So marketing to the trades, to other, you know, distributors or retailers and stuff, and then the consumers. So, but we kind of mixed it up and now it's, uh, me, so shooting a sports marketing manager and a hunting marketing manager. So splitting the shooting and the hunting because they are two totally separate things. Obviously, we're using some of the same similar gear, but how you engage with those consumers and talk to those consumers is, is two different things, right? Absolutely. And just to be uh, an SME, right, in those, those aspects, right? So Kaylee, who does the hunting side, she's a hunting expert and I try to be a shooting expert as much as I can be. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, so then would you also have a, a group of people inside of that company that's in charge of government contracts? That's a whole different world. Whole different world. So you are, to be fair, solely responsible. I mean, not solely responsible, but yeah. your job is to market and try to reach the consumer or the retailers that are then reaching the consumers. Yeah. For people who are in looking for shooting sports. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That takes us to a very interesting stage because you're, you are filling a role in the firearms industry for the everyday civilian, 
where you are actively trying to reach those people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. On top of that, Leupold does a phenomenal job at manufacturing precision optics at distance. Why is that important for the everyday civilian? Because a lot of people could probably answer that with their own opinions. But you, hmm. someone who is trying, in your own in your own words, it yeah. doesn't have to be like the way that Leupold says it, but in your own opinions, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. how do you... How do you go to, to someone who's an 18-year-old and they're like, man, I'm not sure if I want to go buy a bolt gun yeah. or uh, an AR-15 or a Glock 19 or whatever else, but I'm really interested in long distance. Yeah. I just don't know if I can justify shooting at distance. Right. Do, do you personally see a value for a civilian in doing anything beyond three, four, five hundred yards? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, you, you never know what scenario might come up where you have to use those skills, but I think... It, it shooting just in general, um, fine tuning your skills, be it pistol, carbine, long range, being a, a well-rounded shooter is important. And that includes long range. Um, and by shooting long range, I think I have a better understanding of shooting carbines, especially carbines, maybe not so much pistol, but there's a lot of transferable skills in between all those, right? You know, trigger press being smooth, um, side alignment, that kind of stuff. So I think, um, there's absolutely a reason for the everyday uh, civilian shooter to um, um, engage long-range targets. Yeah. Plus, it's just it's fun. Like, you think about what you're doing. You're taking this little projectile, and you're slinging it 1,000 yards and hitting, you know, little targets like that. Like, that's, yeah. pretty, that's pretty amazing when you break it down and, like, what's actually happening, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it, and it's, it's appreciation for the, the optic, the gun, the whole system, you know, together. Uh, how it functions, all the little variables that happen in the environment, right? And all the variables, you're the biggest variable, right? Yeah. So a lot of that stuff, yeah, I, I, I love the long range stuff. I don't, I don't geek out as much as some people do, like the, I don't reload, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, Oh gosh, I can never do that. Yeah. yeah it's just not, it's funny. It's just not my personality. Like uh -huh. I, like I appreciate it. And then some guys find it like very therapeutic, right? They're in their, they're in their shop, they're in their gun room and they're just like cranking away, you know, making rounds. And, uh, but when they start talking about it, I just kind of glaze over. I'm just like, mm -hmm. I'm not, not interested in it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, I just, I, I love the challenge uh, of the long range game and just shooting in general. I think it's, it's super challenging. Uh, at, like today, I hadn't shot a pistol for a while and that was very apparent <laughs> when I started shooting. I was like, God, I got to get back to this yeah. and like practice this. So um, I think just with, with anything like in life, uh, like shooting is a, you, you want to be improving and you want to be improving yourself. And, um, it's like, I don't have to be the best shooter. I'm not going to be the best shooter, but as long as my skills are improving, it's that that's, what's important to me. So, yeah. It's, it's really interesting that <clears throat> because I grew up a hunter. Did you? Not at all. No, I grew up hunting <laughs> and then got into the, you know, the sports side of it, which I assume when you say like the shooting sports, you're talking about competition and tactical, right? Mm -hmm. Those two, you know, yeah. competition, prepared citizen, tactical, all that stuff. Correct. So I went from hunting to the tactical side and got, you know, knee deep into that world mm -hmm. and looked back at the hunting stuff and was like, lame and now that i'm a little bit older i look at you know, just like just looking at the way of the world yeah i look back and i'm just like i look back at hunting i'm like oh it's not so crazy not so crazy right 
that that's a, that that the hunting actually becomes necessary for the tactical. Does that make sense? No, like, no, it, these a, worlds ultimately collide. And I think over the next couple of years, or at least in my kid's life, people are going to figure that out. So yeah, it's, 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 it's a valuable skill to have to be able to hunt. And let's, let's like hunting is not shooting and shooting is not hunting. Like mm. uh, there's like, I'm a very, well, I'm, I'm a pretty proficient shooter, long range shooter. Uh, I can go hit a deer at 400, 500 yards, no problem. But I'm not a hunter. I don't know how to hunt. Like, I don't know how to track animals and, mm -hmm. and do all that stuff. Like, it's almost like the, um, you know, think about like sniper craft or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's a lot not about shooting. It's all the other stuff. And mm -hmm. hunting, hunting's similar. So, um, but yeah, same. I've, I've hunted before. I don't consider myself a hunter, but I think about it too. I'm like, oh, I should, I, I kind of want to get more into that. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny. We talk about it at work sometimes. It's like the, the barrier to entry on hunting. So you, you grew up hunting. Mm -hmm. You didn't grow up hunting. Right. right? How do you learn how to hunt? Oh, man, I guess I have to go find someone who has you, like, usually like if you're just in your family, family like yeah. your dad shows you or you got an uncle or something like that. Uh, but if you're just like, if you're not buddies with someone who hunts, you know, generally some people don't want to show you necessarily because, you know, they don't want you. That's my honey hole. I don't want to show you, you know, where that, <laughs> that's the, you know, those are. Um, but on the shooting side, it's complete opposite. I think like for you, like if uh, yeah. someone who comes up to you and is like, man, I've never shot uh, like a pistol or a gun before. You're like, let's go to the range yes. right now yes. and we're going to have fun. I'm going to show you how to do it. So, uh -huh. so the barrier to entry on the shooting side, I think is less than the hunting side. That's a really good point. I never even thought of that. And also it's not like someone's going to the theaters to watch a hunting movie. Right, they're yeah, going to the theaters. True. They're watching action movies. There was hunting they're, in Bambi, I think. Oh Maybe yeah, there's that. Start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're they're watching. You know, they're watching action movies. They're watching. Uh, you know, Terminal List. Yeah. They're they're playing Call of Duty. Yeah, that's a segue into the tactical side of it. Yeah, hundred percent. But there's no segue outside of family or like you yeah. know intentional friends, or if you grow up in like a small town where everyone yeah. hunts. Yeah. Um, I never thought about that I, dynamic. That's I think really it, interesting. Yeah, I think it is getting easier on the hunting just because uh, social media, YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, there's more resources out there. Um, Onyx or and Go Hunt and places like that do a good job of that. Um, but it's still, I think, a larger barrier to entry than than shooting. You know. Yeah. Um, uh, again, people are just really excited. I, I'm always excited to take people new. Like I could go take a new shooter to the range and not shoot one round myself and have an awesome time mm -hmm. watching them. Like sometimes yeah. smile. the best is taking yeah. someone new and just watching them go from yeah, you know, I'm scared of the gun, I'm intimidated, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, to leaving with a smile. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, the guns aren't best. scary. Right, this mm -hmm. is really fun. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man, if, it, yeah, and I think we don't go, we won't go down the rabbit hole necessarily, but I mean the, the education part's super important, you know. And they're just they're they're cutting out the gun and safety and even hunters' education and stuff like that for for young kids. They need to learn that stuff because yeah. it is it it teaches them about guns and teaches them how fun it is and actually you know all the useful tools. So right, yeah, yeah. Have you always been an outdoors kind of guy? Because you've I mean you have like you know, worked on trucks and uh, gone camping and always wanted to like, I'm going to drive to the coast and have a fire. And yeah. you seem to always kind of want to be outside again, whether it's hunting, shooting or being outside. And then obviously like skateboarding, snowboarding, has that just been natural for you? Or was there someone in your family that instilled in like, Hey, let's go do something outside. 
No, no one in my family. <laughs> my both my parents are not outdoors people. That's for sure. Uh, I remember going on like one hike with my mom when I was a kid, and I think that was about it. Uh, so you know, yeah, the skating and stuff. We were outside, but I I don't know when that really. I think probably my late teens. Uh-huh. I would just start. You know, I'd just go for hikes by myself and stuff. And I think. Uh, as granola as it sounds, I, I do really enjoy just being in nature. And I think that's my my recharge time. Uh-huh. Um, I'm in, I think I'm more on the extroverted side than the introverted side. I know introverts have to recharge a lot, but I have to recharge too. And it's like, it's cool hanging out with all you guys like this week, but I'm going to go back this weekend and probably not talk to many people. <laughs> Maybe oh, yeah. just chill in the woods Good. a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, no one... No one really taught me how to do that stuff. Um, no one taught me how to work on cars. I had to watch YouTube videos, you know, to work on trucks and stuff. And, uh, and yeah, no one taught me about, like, camping or hiking or any of that kind of stuff. I just kind of had to figure it out on my own. I have a lot of stuff where I just figured it out on my own. I'd, I've kind of built a career around just looking dumb and just trying to figure it out. So <laughs> I'm fully comfortable looking dumb. Yeah. I've done it many, many times. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and I think you got to – you get. Uh, I, just, I think that's – you know, something I try and instill in my kids too. I'm like, don't be afraid of looking dumb. Like everyone looks dumb, but, and that's how you learn things. Yeah. Just right? own it, lean just, into just it. Just own it. Just yes. lean into it. You're like, yes. I look super dumb right now and I don't know what I'm doing, but this is awesome. Right. Yeah. So yeah, just takes lean the, into it. Takes the air out of the the stress. Yeah, just exactly. It yeah. We can't look cool all the time. Right. Yeah. I know you get, you guys do a pretty good job, but it's, you know, <laughs> well, it can't be all the time. To a part of that is us as well, being willing to lean into the fact that, yeah, man, we don't know everything that we're talking about. Mm. We have to go to the professionals. And it's the same idea. As soon as you yeah. just kind of recognize, like, oh, I don't know everything. And sometimes we do sometimes we do know what we're talking about. Yeah. And we know what the person is talking about. And we play the role of student to break down that barrier so other people feel more comfortable and can, you know, feel like they're a part of that learning process with us. But for the most part, yeah, we're making fun of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. like, humor is the greatest like oh, barrier so breaker. So. I mean, right, right here, right? We were talking yeah, about we were talking about, yeah, King Picks. And like I just love it because like sometimes in this industry, in this category, especially, is everything is very serious, right? Oh, it's so try hard. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's all about image crafting. Yes. And yep. Yeah. And I just you just gotta laugh sometimes, right? You just gotta mm-hmm. sit back and laugh. And uh <laughs> I, I I love laughing at myself. I love laughing at, at things like yeah, like that. I think that's that's super important. We can't take ourselves too seriously. No, I agree. No. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the industry is too full of people who uh everyone wants to be the biggest alpha in the room. And you may be the biggest alpha in the room, but man, as soon as you have to state it to everyone else, it kind of takes the sales out of the the, the situation. And yeah. now suddenly everyone's aware of like, yeah, I mean, if you have to inform me, then yeah. you may not be. And, and that's okay. Everyone's got some growing up to do. I, Dude, I certainly did as well. I, you know, I had some seasons of like, okay, you got to humble up here a little bit and and get past that. And some of that also comes with social media trends, which has been very tiring. I'm sure you've seen... Instagram, YouTube trends come yeah, and go. There's but a lot of pressure to, you know, acquiesce to those trends and stuff. Yeah, like how that. do you do that? Because being in an industry for 17 years, you've seen so many things come and go and come back again. It's just like fashion. Like, how are you, how do you stay on top of all that? Yeah, well, it's hard to stay on top of it. And I, I, I as much as I do try to be up to date and current with everything, I, I, I can't be. You literally can't be. So, and I don't want to be on my phone all the time looking. But, yeah. um, yeah, we, I think 
from a brand standpoint, we don't try to engage with any of those trends or anything uh -huh. like that. That's always flash in the pan stuff and like especially loophole. We've been around a long time. It's it's about the long game and uh -huh. it really comes down to the performance of the products and and the brand voice and stuff like that. So there's we're not going to be doing any weird TikTok dances or anything like <laughs> Thank that. God. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I wasn't yeah, yeah. I I, I, I won't go down the TikTok. You say that I now. I'll go down the TikTok rabbit hole. But yeah, you say that now. Yeah. Well, I do not control the social media. That is uh, that is the my teammates there, but uh, uh. I can pretty much safely say we probably won't be doing it. That's, yeah, that's, no, good. I, that's good. Well, there's like, um, it's funny from from a brand standpoint. I'm not gonna pick on any other brands by name, but there's ones that do like kind of sketch, goofy stuff here and there, <laughs> and um, that's just not that's just not us. So it's not loophole. We we are. Uh, this is how I tell people how it breaks down. We are not allowed to be funny, but we're allowed to have fun. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, yeah. So, like, you're trying to be funny, and it just kind of feels disingenuous sometimes. But like, like having fun—that's that's a completely genuine experience. Of course. So, yes. Yeah, well, yeah. I, the the feeling that I have about loophole and that I have had for years is that I always come back to when people grow up enough, they're going to go to companies like that, mm -hmm. yeah. and it may take five years, it may take seven years, it may take ten or fifteen. But as soon as someone realizes. And it may not be an optics company. It may yeah. it may be uh, whoever they're personally being associated with or the apparel that they're wearing. Yeah. As soon as you mature enough, yeah, I mean, you're going to kind of ground yourself into like, I don't always need to be a goofball. Uh, maybe I should cut my hair and grow up a little bit. Yeah. You know. And yeah. so inside of that firearms industry, <laughs> what Drew's over here? Laughing, <laughs> talking right? about me? No, yeah. no. I'm feeling really. I used uh, to have long hair, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I but know. I am still a goofball. So. <laughs> well, no, but you at least still have a professional side. And there's plenty of companies out there that, man, they, they almost never show their professional side, which, you know, is a bummer, but. Right. Yeah. No, you, you gotta, I think you gotta keep that professional. It, it just, from a, from a marketing standpoint too, it just, it just makes it easier when it's about the performance of the, the product and stuff like that. It just makes it easy. And then, and then we just partner with people who, you know, have that same kind of mindset and stuff like that. So, which makes it easy. It's your, it's. You know, we as people, we have character. We have a character, right? Oh, yeah. Like we are, we have a personality. That's the personality of, like companies have personalities too. 100%. And, yeah. you know, if if Josh were to start acting radically different one day, I'd be like, whoa, dude, like what's up? I still love you. Yeah. Like you're still my friend, but is there something going on? Yeah. And the same happens whenever companies start acting outside of yeah. – what they say is their mission or their vision. It's not on brand, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 It, I actually think it goes beyond brand. Like, cause you can be off brand with like how you, um, how you style or how you color grade something and stuff like that. Right. Right. But like it's, they start acting Yeah. like it's outside of their character and it's confusing. And, and you may be able to keep some customers that are loyal for a little bit of time, yeah. but when it's like consistent, like if you guys were to do a TikTok, oh yeah, one yeah. thing, yeah, it would be damaging. <laughs> but if you were to do that over the long haul, man, you're, you're done. Like, yeah. And, and, and to being like, um, being a, I'll, I'll call it a legacy company, right? Mm -hmm. We've been around. Oh, for, that's a good way to put it. We, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's the proper term to say, you know, we've been around for 117 years, right? So we've been around for a long time. Um, there's things you can't do and things you can do and you can't go too far off the rails, but it, it is that fine line about how you still, 
engage the younger demographic, though, and, and be relevant to them. And yeah. I think we, we get viewed sometimes as your granddad's, you know, scope and product and stuff like that. Uh, and you can't, you, you can't alienate that base because they're a part of your consumer, too. But how do you still be relevant to the younger generations and, and make it look cool? And I think, I think uh, you, if you look back at our marketing, probably, you know, four, three or four years ago, you probably see a turn. That's when we got rid of our marketing agency and brought everything internal. So now gotcha. we have people, you know, actual loophole employees who are working every day, live in the brand. They know the voice of the brand um, and they know the the content and the products they want to put out. And uh, I think that plays into where we are right now. And I, I'll be completely honest with you. When I start, when did I start loophole? 2006, right? Uh, and again, I grew up skating and doing all that stuff, which was always kind of at the forefront of, I would say, like fashion and stuff like that. I always say, like, I saw the loophole stuff. I'm like, I am never going to wear that. Like that hat, not going to wear that. <laughs> These shirts, yeah. <laughs> like big boxy shirts and stuff. And now like uh, even like your your wearables, right? You look at our stuff now and I'm like, I think we got some of the best like soft good stuff out there. Hats and yeah. shirts and like the eyewear and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And uh, it, it it feels young and fresh, and and and, and that's that's uh -huh. one way to do that. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It can be hard to do. I'm could, sure. It could can you be. Find, it's a fine line. Could you find old '80s and '90s? Oh, dude, I have gear? some. I have. We had. There was this one hat. It's it's funny. Um, you know who I? You know who I can see wearing that hat in my mind is is Charlie. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, dude, with the glasses yes. and stuff because it's like a, um, uh, it's this? like a, it's like a corduroy hat with the big like Please thing. Tell with, me, it has like, a spinner a on the top. No, it has the oh. rope. The oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. There was some of that going around. Yeah, oh, so. it's funny how that stuff comes full <laughs> circle though. And it now, is. if you were to see that, you'd be like, "That's a loophole <laughs> hat. Yeah. I have to have it." Yeah, yeah you're it's, actually likely to see someone wearing that. That's true. It's so bad, it's good. That's actually a thing. Yeah. Did you? Did you? have a hard time shifting from like skater mentality to the firearms world without ever being in that gun industry hmm. or were you at no. first like eh, it's just a warranty job and then you well you know out. yeah so like when i started um i didn't get you know i worked in what i call the dungeon you know there's an upstairs and a downstairs so i was down there you know i didn't i was in the industry but i wasn't in the industry right i didn't really know what loophole meant outwardly and then i got hired into the sales department and I got to kind of like expand and go out and see, um, uh, what that kind of is. So, um, yeah. So, um, I kind of forgot what you were, you asked right there. Like, we've been heart? on the range all day and my brain oh just my like gosh, went Everyone's like, oh. like super dehydrated, <laughs> yeah. sun zapped. I was curious, was yeah. it hard to make a transition from like Oh yeah, hard to transition world? to make. But you probably yeah, didn't the, have an immediate no, like. No, the other thing I was thinking about though is like, I, I used to like kind of be ashamed of it. Like, especially when I got on the sales side because I, I, I was in, you know, you go and engage with people and they're like talking about their hunting stories and stuff. I'm like, I don't have any of this. Yeah, that's cool, man. Like, <laughs> it's just like, you were I, like, I was hunting down this sick deck yeah, one day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I hunted down this like 18 stair rail. It was so cool. Yeah. 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 yeah um, it was gas, dude. <laughs> was gas. Don't believe I ever said that. But <laughs> thank goodness. Whatever, whatever <laughs> goodness. the equivalent yeah. of like, yeah. you know, yeah, you circa, know, you know yeah. whatever that was. Yeah, yeah. 2004. Yeah. Whatever the cool lingo sick. was. Sick. Uh, yeah. I, I still say that. I yeah. say rad and sick and stuff. It was way sick. too much. Yeah. That's my West Coast journey. I can't get rid of it. So, but um, yeah, I was kind of almost ashamed of like, I didn't have those stories. I didn't feel like I fit in. 
And then I got into more of the shooting side. And it's so funny, like uh, a lot of the guys, especially um, engaging with more of the like SF and the military guys, like grew up kind of how I did. Like when mm-hmm. I met Garrett from Cogworks, right? Mm-hmm. We, we skated with the same people. We never skated together, but like we knew the same people. I was like, holy crap, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. And a lot, of, a lot of those guys, cause I think that mindset is kind of like that adrenaline driven mindset. And then if they go into the military, they're, they're kind of like wired for that. Um, so um, no, a lot of similarities I found with the people in the firearms industry like that. So yeah, I don't feel ashamed anymore. I'm wide open about it. I had no shooting or hunting experience when I first started. So yeah. well, before I would just kind of stay quiet and was like not talk. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. Like, yeah. clearly like, come a long way though. Yeah, people be like, "Oh, what kind of hunts are you going on?" I'm like, oh, "Nothing." A bunch of steel. A bunch of steel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. So yeah, no, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, pre- I, I, it's it's been a long journey, but. Uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Like, I, and I got again. I got to pinch myself sometimes that I'm like here doing this stuff, and this is work. Like hanging out with you guys and doing stuff. So well, it's funny. You know, we're we're doing the same thing. We're pinching yeah. ourselves that we're like, we right? Have, we have Nick Killick on a podcast. Oh, geez, I'm not that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, <laughs> events like this, I feel like often we forget how important it is to kind of have a like a. I guess for lack of a better term, a community building. Like, hey man, let's just go have a range day. Cause it's so easy for us to fly out to a different state and be like, we're gonna go meet with this one person. And that's great, but you missed the two or three other people that you would have loved to see while you were there. And then someone else comes to your state and you don't get to see them, as opposed to scheduling a you know, a couple months out in advance. Guys, let's all get together. Yeah. Let's do this thing and let's just spend some time together. I think it's super important. And you know, for everyone listening who, you know, obviously wasn't here. The idea of this week was just to get a bunch of friends together and shoot. And that's kind of what we used to do. That's how we met, right? Yeah. Drew, right? Yeah. It was just a range day. And we just showed up and started shooting. It was like, oh, this is so much fun, right? And uh, and then you came to the the next one that we had. And we were trying to think this morning, I think it was like six years ago, right? It was the last time we got together and all did this. And then like earlier this year, I'm like, this is stupid. I'm like, why are we not doing this again? And like again, building that community and bringing people together. And like I said this morning, like all, all of us go shoot pretty regularly, but it could be, you know, for DC, it could be like, we have this um, set of shots that we need to get and this content that we need to plan. Right. And it's not just shooting and hanging out or for like uh, bear solutions for Drew. Like it's on the range instructing. I got mm-hmm. students, I got to be paying really close attention. I don't really get to shoot much cause I'm just, I got to, instruct right yeah. so how to bring all these people together and other industry people together and go on the range and and remember why we like shooting right yeah. why, why we like hanging out together and having a good time uh-huh. and uh i think that's that's super important yes obviously we're going to create content around it we're doing a podcast right now uh you know we're going to take photos and videos and uh but w- the main part of it is to have fun right is just to have fun and, and meet new people. Like you, you guys have invited new people that I've never met before. Nick's over here behind the the board, you know? Uh, yeah. Lots of cool people that I got to meet for the first time too, yeah. which is good. And expanding the community. Right. Yeah. And like you said earlier, like uh, I think before recording, you're like, how did you get all these people together who, uh, you know, are, are, are cool. Good dudes. Who aren't jerks. Yeah. Like, who aren't jerks. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's just, yeah. I don't know. Just, I've always thought of myself as a pretty good judge of character. 
Um, so I just tie my horse to those people and then I trust their, you know, their character judging abilities and we just expand from there. So, yeah. What's kind of wild is we're probably, I mean, we're the first phase of the social media side of the firearms industry, but it's not going to be too long before we're the old breed. You know? <laughs> I'm excited about that, dude. I, yeah. I can't yeah, wait to see who comes up next. Me too. Like, I can't wait to see who we can help. Me too. And so so that, I can yeah. stop. <laughs> no, yeah, agreed. But um, that like phases like this, like communities like this, man, I'm sure there's a bunch of people that are listening to podcasts like this, or maybe even this one that are like, well, man, I didn't get invited. I guess I, I didn't make it. When in reality, dude, I was, I was out shooting with a bunch of other friends, barbecuing on the range, having a fire afterwards, man, it's snowing. Let's go shoot. Maybe yeah. we film a little bit, but yeah. let's go hang out and get some content. And it just kind of builds and builds and snowballs from there. Yeah. Drew was doing the same thing in Kentucky and then it kind of grew from there. And the next thing you know, it's like, well, I'm friends with those guys and, and he's friends with those guys. Let's all get together. And we may not know it right now, or maybe we could name some of those people, but there are 18, 16, 17, 21-year-olds that are out there doing it right now. And it could be a year from now. It could be six years from now. But it's like, okay, for the next one, we need that guy out at the range day. Oh, and yeah. it's, it just makes me stoked to think that like we have all connected through social media. But because of that power of the internet, man, this is just going to keep continuing to grow. Yeah. No, you know, some people, you know, be like, oh, Instagram, all oh, the internet. And they're like, so like glass is half empty about it. I'm like, man, I've had so many opportunities come about that wouldn't have never uh, come to me without, you know, mm -hmm. social media. And it's just what you make of it. Right. Yeah. And it's a tool. Yeah. The tool. Right. And, and the importance, yeah. Of growing your community. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't get to come to this range day, but you have a range day with your buds, right? Like yes. you're talking about, you're going to be goosebumps thinking about like those range days up at pits, right. Up in the forest that oh, we yeah. used to go to, like just cooking out and doing that kind of stuff. And, or, or go to, you know, more and more range days are popping up. Those like average Joe's range days mm -hmm. and stuff and Texas one. And like, don't be intimidated. Go like hang out and like meet people yeah. and talk like, uh, it's just, it's so much fun and everyone's there kind of for the same reasons. Right. Uh -huh. And, uh, it, it's to have fun, but you know, like today it's also to get better and train and like work on our skills and push each other. Right. Uh -huh. Shooting with shot timers and running courses of fire. And, uh, like Derek today, I said, <laughs> getting so pissed, you know, trying to beat his, like beat his number. Right. But I love to see that like intensity and that, uh, that drive, that competitiveness, but it's like, it's that competitiveness, but without like you know sometimes it matches and stuff people are super competitive and uh -huh. it's like overt and they're won't talk to anyone but it's like competitive and then you get offline and then you're just like you know hanging out and you're like oh yeah and you know your, your buds are giving you a little bit of crap and stuff yeah. but that's good motivation right yeah. so, it is it's without the ego yeah without without yeah. the ego that's right yeah, yeah. It, and it's funny again like we how many we have like 20 dudes here or something like that i don't think anyone here has an ego on them yeah like it's wild the right yeah it's actually anything's <laughs> nick Oh my gosh! <laughs> Nick Jones she's over the, here. The worst. We've got to get a we've got to get a specialist Jones camera that's always running. We like a GoPro up in the corner that always sees Nick. We do. So he's the gentlest soul over here. Yeah. <laughs> Love that guy. Oh, yeah. Man. No, it, it is pretty wild to have a community of guys that like. Man, no one's really like. Everyone's just ripping each other in fun, and no one's got that yeah. ego and. Um, but then of course we still have that competitive side. We go to the range and yeah, like you said, man, everyone's still trying to beat each other's time. And, um, yep. I've, I have shot alone 
so much lately, which is very therapeutic for me, but there's no one to compete with other than a shot timer and myself, which is great. Yeah. But I come out here and all of a sudden I'm like, okay, now I have to work on these things. And he's really good at that. Yeah. I want to get good at that. See, there's the, there's the connection I just thought about. Cause you asked me about like skating and like how that played in. Like, I feel like these for me are my like skate sessions I used to have with my, my homies back in the day. Right. Cause like you'd stand there and you'd watch someone for 20 minutes, kill themselves trying to land this trick. And it's kind of that same thing. Like we're, we're trying to push ourselves like so hard. And then when someone like, um, we were shooting a course of fire today and I think someone did it under 10 seconds. It was a pretty hard course of fire. And everyone's like, yeah, like, yeah. you know, stoked for them, you know, exactly. Uh -huh. Yeah. It's that, that energy. Right. So, uh, I think, yeah, that, that, that's probably, that's probably why I like range days like this so much, you know, that energy and camaraderie. So, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right though. Shooting by yourself is important, but you know, you don't, I think you don't get better unless you're around people who are better than you and. Well, that's with anything in life, you know, how you, how you learn something. So that's so true. And it's so easy to surround yourself with people. I mean, it sounds bad, but people that you, maybe I'm a better shooter than them. And boy, do I feel good going to the range with that guy? Oh yeah. You no, know? It's, it's, it's so a, easy it's, to it's do. It's an ego boost, right? Is, you're like, yeah. Oh, I'm really good. Yeah. yeah. But man, he's, uh, he's pulling you down too and you're getting lazy and you're not getting any better. And yeah, you got to surround yourself with, and of course, on the other side, you you should be going to the range with people that you can help yeah. and bless, yeah. and try to give them a, a word of advice, maybe from time to time, and, 100%. and teach new people. But yeah, you have to step out and keep yeah. pushing pushing your limits. That's that's why I really have like grown into the competition side of shooting, and um, especially long range competition stuff. And uh, it just it, it it's motivation. It just reminds me that I'm. I got a lot to learn and uh, uh, and to work on, and it's very humbling uh, to be able to go out and like shoot against some of the best people in the world and be like, oh man, yeah, okay, I'm not, yeah, I you're you're right. You can show up to a random range and people will be like, oh, he's really good, and then you go out there with other people and you're like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm not yeah. that good. Yeah, there's <laughs> always someone better. So yeah. Well, and then range days like today, you know, you catch the bug for something new, and <laughs> yeah. you know, I yeah. I have. Uh, fully built out 18 inch rifle that's rip roaring ready to go. And it's like, yeah, but you know, I, I'm not really good at that. I haven't done it enough. Mm -hmm. And then I come out and I'm exposed to other people that are more than okay. They're really, really good at shooting beyond hundred yards, which to me is distance. Mm -hmm. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and so, so all of a sudden you catch the bug and you're looking for the next best thing, which yeah. is, um, I, I mean, that's part of the whole thing is just trying to, boost each other up. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I, I think we were excited. Like I was excited. Brad and my, my other coworker, he's a, he's a long range PRS guy, Adrian, who's a long range kind of instructor. We were super excited to get you guys out here and get you kind of, um, get you behind some guns and shoot some long range stuff because it, it and again, it's just like, uh, being a well-rounded shooter, being whatever rifles in front of me, whatever guns front of me, I can pick it up and run it confidently. Right. Yeah. And, uh, rounding out that skill set. So you know, we were stoked to have you guys, experience some of this stuff and tomorrow we're gonna experience even more of it right so Good. i really i know tomorrow all i want to do is shoot distance that's yeah we're gonna do a lot of distance stuff Good. Tomorrow, that's so. kind of all i want to do now <laughs> yeah <laughs> again it's just kind of magical like man when you make something move that's like 800 yards away. When you see the little plate rock, you're just like, oh, yeah, it's so good. fulfilling. <laughs> yeah. It feels good. It it's kind of like a drug. It's it's a little addictive. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've been having a blast. 
Me too. We it's still good. have a. I mean, we should probably get to bed because you know we've had a lot of sun. I know everyone's. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna chug like four bottles of water immediately Pass after this. Out. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we got to bring an IV. You guys are lying, by the way, right now. <laughs> what? Because you're like, oh, I'm gonna stay up. I got to edit. I got a bunch of work to do. Oh, I you're do gonna... have to stay up and edit tonight, <laughs> yeah. just because I have to get this this cut done before Friday and yeah. try to upload it from here. But yeah, you got your guys is and 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 kudos to you guys. You guys' work ethic behind all this thing has been. Very very impressive. So, um, I'm, I'm impressed from, a uh, from an industry standpoint of what you guys are doing. So good job. Just well, thank thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, it's, it's entertaining. It's, uh, it's fun. It's, uh, you learn a lot, but it's, again, you, it, it's funny, right? Like there's, there's some funny stuff. It's, it's finding that mix is really hard to do. It's a balance that's really difficult and you guys are nailing it. So, yeah. Well, humor is the it, it is the universal language. Yeah, hundred percent. And people want to. There's a lot of people that think that humor is unprofessional, and that and in the right and there's certain certain circumstances. Time and a place. It absolutely is. Time and a place. Um, but man, it can really break down walls. And when you're talking about, you know, a lot of people expect their audience to come to them, but in my opinion, you've got to meet your audience where they're at, and if you can meet them in their living room while they're watching something on YouTube and you can make them laugh or you can make them smile. You've set the hook to speak some sort of truth into their life or point them to someone else. And yeah, so that's, that's all we're doing. Yeah. It's, there's, there's not, there's no magic. No, it's just, no but, well, all you guys are doing is being yourselves. Like, cause I've known you guys <laughs> for wrong. years and yeah. I, I watched the videos. I'm like, oh, that's totally Drew. That's totally Josh. <laughs> I was like, they're just, they're just putting on camera now. Like, yeah, much. <laughs> yeah. that's, and that's the, that's how people connect with people. Right. It's yeah. like, you see the actual like person It's not a persona. You didn't flip a switch and be like, Hey, I'm Drew Hopkins. Yeah. Like, we should you know? switch personalities for a day. <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't know if happens. I can play you or for a video. I'd love to try. <laughs> Though. Oh man, that would be hilarious. Oh, I have to grow a beard. I should start now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm, I don't yeah. think we have years to uh, oh, film this video. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and we also have to give kudos to Nick Jones. I mean, that guy's been working for us before we were paying him. Yeah. And he's been making. You know, he works, works eight days a week. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He's <laughs> our he's our Jamie. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, All should right. we uh, go yeah, get we, some water and get back to work? Yeah, I think we, we have work to do, yeah, cool. for sure. Cool. Yeah. Well, Nick, thanks for being here and putting this whole thing on and, yeah. and for joining the podcast. You're very welcome. Appreciate you guys. All right, you too. Oh, and thanks, Tom, for helping with the cameras. And the oh, hey, Tom. did you check the battery level? What bat What level is it at? We're good. <laughs> We're good. We're good. Awesome. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank Appreciate you. It. Yeah.